Bienvenidos and welcome a Cositas Mami Never Told Me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos. Hi. Hi. I'm a little nervous today. Why? Because we have a. Well, actually, I'm used to being watched. Actually, that's another subject. <laughs> used to being watched in what way? Shit. Let's talk about that. No, don't take my sip. I'm just going to drop a bomb like, bomb. No one okay, knows. whatever. I'm sexually positive person. And part of my sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing this, get with the program. Mm-hmm. I'm just to close your ears. <laughs> Um, yeah. Don't close your ears. Every now and then Shit. it's a big turn on for a man to watch. Oh, okay. That's the type of watch you talk talking about. So I said I'm used to being watched. Sorry? Often. Okay. Get with the program. Anyway. <laughs> How are you, Diana? I'm doing amazing. I'm exhausted. Oh my God. Tell the people. Shout so, out. Can you give me a shout out? out? Shout out to my husband. He, he just had a birthday. <laughs> He just had a birthday and we celebrated it last night. Had a lot of eats, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of, they had a lot of liquor. I don't drink. They had a lot of liquor. I don't need alcohol. You already know. I'll turn up. I like the food. Sober. But um, yeah, we had a great time. It was amazing. Yeah. Was but I was over there like, I, 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 juggling a whole bunch of shit. Cooking a whole bunch of shit. cooked everything from sliders to pizza <laughs> to empanadillas that were fried on the spot to the sweets, to the cupcakes, to the brownies, to making the lemonade and the iced tea, like literally. And then when I had called her yesterday, she was still <laughs> running errands. And then when I had gotten to her house and I didn't even go to the event, she was already wrapping up on the menu. So it's really confusing how all of this happens. And then she even made guava pastries. And then when I told her, isn't it less expensive to just go and buy them? She laughed at me. Calculated the fact that they only costed six dollars, but for me, it's like your time is money, and I'd rather pay so they would eat things and give me the guavas. Yeah, I'm paying. But now, what happens is the guavas are so good, she's (laughs) got like orders coming in. So it's her fault, it's really all your fault. Well, you know, if I can make it, it's just easier to make it. I'm already in the kitchen, so shit, and then I just make it. So, yeah, it's amazing time, family, friends, and everything. So, yeah, it's always good to get together. And, you know, you're still in the back of your head, like, we getting into, like, November. I'm not going COVID still. <laughs> but I got my vaccination, so, oh, shit. I said it out loud. Oh, oh I'm just very sad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I have my vaccination, too. Yeah. Um, What did I do? Oh, family night. You did. So, when I. I was mad you couldn't come to the party, by the way. Yes. Mad, mad. I was actually mad, too. <laughs> so uh, now that I live a little closer to my family, Diana had given me a great idea that she does with her family every Wednesday. They mm-hmm. get together, but my family is like everybody gets together. So it's really nice to see my cousins who were little cousins now adults, right? Now adults, because I haven't lived here in twenty. I don't even know how many years. Um, so it's cool to see them now, mm-hmm. but what they didn't expect in the group text was like, now y'all grown, invite our bring song. <laughs> but they wanted to bring liquor, so they could bring that. Oh no, they're not bringing that. <laughs> and then so yesterday to ease it, I was like, everyone just give $10. 
we order pizza and wings. And then what was I forget about this? And what was? Yeah. You just see other people. It would have cost more for them to bring something. That's what I'm saying. $10 is not a lot of money. No. And then Kevin, mm-hmm, shout out if you're listening, <laughs> had the audacity. We played the cookie game that you put right here, right? Mm-hmm. He said, my contribution is cookies for the cookie game. No, sir. That's an additional contribution to something that you bring so people can eat sustenance. Oh okay. <laughs> okay, so talking about crazy ass shit like that, right? So yesterday, a lot of my cousins, because they're not around all the time. So my nephews, my sons, my niece, they're all over 21. So they went and made a package store run. <laughs> and everybody's like, Wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, they're all over 21. They're, like, it's okay. They're and responsible. Do you have nowadays to drink? I know. I'm, back in the day, I was getting taste. I ain't gonna say it was my father, but it was. I would get like a taste of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be looking at me to see the effect. I never, I never, you know, I never drank. I didn't drink or smoke till, I didn't even smoke when I went to Shonda. I didn't even really? around Puff. Nothing. Oh. You know what's crazy? Random fun fact. I did a photo shoot with Snoop Dogg, right? Oh, and I, the one thing I regret is not smoking with Snoop. Because so I had never smoked at that point. But mm-hmm. he walks around with like, you know, those um, cigarettes, yeah, yeah. but they're all else. So we're on set. Damn, and I have a picture somewhere where he was like, oh, it's like a prom picture. He's so cute. Anyway, but in my head, since we're today's subject, ironically, I wish I would have been a, I wish I just would have like, been, the box been, and been like, been outside the box yeah. enough to yeah. be like, my first time I smoked with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that would have been But dope. no, I didn't smoke for the first time until I got into my thirties and I didn't really drink. I, I, I lived in London and everything and I, I didn't drink. I was just I like, want to say my exposure to marijuana was about four years old. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were about to say 14. No. My exposure to marijuana was around four or five. So my dad was a heavy marijuana smoker and he also grew it. Like so the Yo, so he was ahead of his time. Yo. He was so we had, remember back in the day when we had pantries? Yes. Right? We had actual pantries, like rooms where we would put our groceries or whatever. He had lines from the wall to wall. Hang and he would hang the weed and he had lights in there and everything. He would he would his own shit. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And then he would have me. No dispenser. He would have me like cut it up, take the seeds out, separate the seeds from. And I was like, at first, I'm like, I'm helping Shut dad mine, because we're not gonna incriminate. I'm helping Joe. dad. <laughs> I'm helping dad with his plantation. And what did he tell you? About My dad is a botanist. <laughs> was it a rag? Oh, no. Okay. He was rolling it up and smoking it. And then he was at, He would have his friends over. And back in the day. And I know some people do that now because if you go to Coke Park, this is a park in Hartford, Connecticut, where people bring their their instruments and they're out in the parking lot and they play a track and they're playing along with it. Oh, cute. Right? So mm-hmm. my dad, there will be like 20 motherfuckers in the living room on maracas, tambores, getting fucked up, drinking, smoking, and we would be in the mix. All the kids. So you know the it's secondhand smoke is strong. I, there's something, maybe I'm psychotic, but there's something nostalgic that I love about that. Not necessarily the weed, or, or would you think differently now because it's legal? Probably not. I don't know. But the music part is so culturally. Well, that's why I'm so excited that. now because my dad would play Gran Gompo, La Fania. Um, he would play oh, all Fania, all Fania. My dad loves that. Oh my god! Not only those people, but also you know 
Willie Colon, all of them. All the Spanish people, but then Earth, Wind, and Fire, oh, yeah, the yeah, Gap yeah. Band, like, you know, but then he will fucking twist it up and be like, you know, like, he'll play every, like, all types of, like, everything. Like, it, and so now I'll, I'll listen to everything. Frank Sinatra, I'll listen to anything. As long as the vibe is good, the music. There was even some, a sprinkle of country, but I would be sitting there like, are you smoking weed? Why do you need a yeah. So, but, but yeah, my first exposure, my first time smoking. Are you about to incriminate yourself? Listen, fuck it. I was 15 years old. Oh, that's not bad. I was 15 years old and I smoked it and I used to live in Sands and at the top, at the bottom of the hill, projects, housing projects. So at the top of the, of the top of, at the bottom of the hill, there was this hill that you could go down and it was like really steep. It was a bit dangerous. People would fall and bust their ass all the time. So if you just sat at the bottom of the hill, you see people busting their ass all day, all day long. I remember that. So <laughs> actually to go into Sands, right? No, not when you, yeah, when you go yes, down and yes, you see the hill going yes. up like that. Yeah. So people used to bust their ass. So I thought in my highness that I was going to be okay going down this hill. <laughs> so I remember getting fucked up. Going down the hill, not really walking. I was rolling, rolling down the hill. <laughs> Were you rolling down the hill in real life or, or in your head? I was rolling in real life. Oh, shit. So when I got down there, I was high, dizzy, throwing up everything. Bugging. That was the first time. So I was like, do I want to do this again? Do you think it was regular weed? No, I think it was regular weed at 15. Oh, yeah. And you were tiny. You were Oh, my God. Tiny. I was like 92 pounds. It probably like 90. And I'm telling, and I'm telling you, when I tell you that I had to like pick up dude or try to get into a relationship or try to get any type of penis, it had to be with personality because what? the girl yeah. had no ass. I had, had no titties. And so, <laughs> no, I'm just saying because I was a rail. So my mom was looking at me. They was like, "Oh, D cool. She played basketball." And I was like, "Yeah, but I want penis." <laughs> <laughs> so no one really wanted to do anything with me because <laughs> I was skinny as fuck. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. It just went there for a second. But we could go back to the, the conversation. I don't even know what the conversation Well, you found out that I was skinny, so that's why I went. My bad. So we were talking <laughs> about weed and Snoop. Yeah. And, and our first time. Our first and thinking time. outside the box. And thinking outside the box. Our topic today. Which is... <laughs> we before, before we talk about our topic today, I have to talk about Taylor Swift. Okay. And Travis Kelsey, this is not a gossip show, and I'm not a Swiftie. Me neither. I don't even care. I think she's she's great. And she's done her thing. She does her shit. Like whatever. Whoever her manager is, they do anything. They do anything. They do anything. Um, is she an exceptional songwriter? I don't know because I used to write songs when I was 11 in my room. I'm sure a lot of us wrote things down. I have, but you know, like whatever. It's not about her. I want to know how you feel about um, Travis Kelsey. You want to know how I feel about And Taylor Swift. So <laughs> they officially came out last night holding hands. So you know they've... She's so it's been an official relationship. So is it official? Is it not? Well, I don't whatever. know. Yeah. But um, she's been at his games and blah, blah, blah. Did we talk about the fact that his Instagram following went up by like half a million people overnight? And his podcast set, with his brother, the mm -hmm. viewership has increased significantly. Even though his podcast was good on its own, like him and his brother, and let's just say his brother is amazing too. In as a football own, player, as a football player, a dad, like they have this whole program on. Um, I think I've never on heard Prime. it. I've never heard it. It's called Kelsey. Oh, it's okay. the other brother. Got it. I think his name is Sean. 
Their mom. But he's very country. Yeah. He's very I have seen that he's like a Yeah, he's a farmer. He he like has all these things because he has all these things in motion. So when he's out of football, he's he's still getting money coming on. And he's so humble. And so is Travis. Travis, the way that the mom she did a great job at raising these boys. Okay, but you could tell that there's a little sprinkle in Travis. The hood. I mean, it's not you could tell. Did he have a whole dating show and all the girls? All the girls were black. 85% of the girls were black. Yes. There was like probably like three white girls and none of them were Swifties. They were hood as white girls. At all. So I think that's the thing. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. But I think it's not that she's a white girl. I think it's that she's that white girl. She Mm -hmm. is like, what did you say? She shits granola. She shits granola. She is like, I don't know if. I just don't see the chemistry. I definitely think he's cloud chasing. Just saying. You think he's cloud chasing? I mean, it's a whole new audience. Because I have to keep it 100. I, 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 I deal with these t- these people all the time. You would be surprised. The shit that people do. Ask for, like, I mentioned it on last week's podcast. I had a client, or Phil had a client that was like, who can I date? Who can I date to start getting some publicity? Like, when I heard her say that, even though I've been around this stuff all the time, I'm like, holy shit, like, ugh. But I definitely think, I think he, or, or, he might be a little private groupie. By the time, well, Alyssa told us, we're going to introduce Alyssa in a minute. But Alyssa told us that he had DM'd her and she responded so he probably, she but probably then Alyssa followed up get... by saying that when she responded, he's like, "Fuck, I don't follow through." Right, <laughs> that part. But okay, Taylor Swift, in her own right, in her own regard, like she's been in the game for since she was a child, and she's been doing it, playing guitars, doing all types of shit. All right, she has. When you have a following and they're named something, like she has Swifties, you're legit. You're legit star. I okay. suppose, but then there's rumors okay. that Kanye made her famous. Well, that too. Kanye made a lot of people famous. But let's not take away from Travis Kelsey. He is like one of the best Titans in the NFL. Yes, I watch a little bit of sports. He I is in sports. he is in one of the best teams in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs. Now that shit has gone up too. Their ticket sales have gone up crazy. People are going all these. The jerseys are selling out. The Swifties are going to the game just so they can get a glance of Taylor Swift. Because, you know, they pan to her. So now, the first game, they pan to her a couple times. Now they're panning to her because they see that the people are coming to see her. So they're panning to her like five, six times. So to me, like, if I go in the garage and my husband and his friends are watching, they're like, yo, it's showing this chick like five, six times. You don't give a fuck if she did. <laughs> like, right. You know, so they're telling me, they're telling me the same thing that I just said. Travis Kelsey is a star in his own right. In his own lane, in the NFL, he is a fucking star. He is. Like, he's the one of the best tight ends. Correct. But he's not a global superstar. Right. And she is. So there's a difference. But I don't think that he's going to like all that shit that comes with it. Even though in that that thing that you... Yeah, go ahead. Talk. See, there's a difference. <laughs> I'm not taking away from who he is as an athlete. He had the reality show. People knew who he was. But you can ask this mom next door. She would know who Taylor, Taylor Swift Oh, absolutely. You, you can know? go in the hood and go in the project. Anybody know Taylor Swift and Taylor? Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. J Lo and Alex Rodriguez. If you're not a if you're not a sports person or specifically baseball, you probably wouldn't even know who he is. 
And then you're like, oh, J-Lo, yeah. Alex Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. So when I say groupie, there is something about, and Phil always says this, he's like the, the, the drug of fame, the sprinkle of stardust, like you can't pay for that. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think it's clout chasing, like exposure to his existing fan base. I think there's something about being a power couple. Mm -hmm. I think there's something addicting to people, paparazzi following you. Like, yeah, he was followed every now and then, but when you're creating so much buzz, mm -hmm. there's something addicting mm -hmm. to that kind of a No, but he said on his podcast that he's not comfortable with the people that are camping out in front of his house now. He's <laughs> if you're in a he's full of shit. <laughs> Travis Kelsey call me. Because if you're not comfortable, then you wouldn't go to Nobu on 57th, where basically you go to be seen. Carrie Washington has two kids with a football player, and nobody's ever seen their kids. There's plenty of people who want to be private who are private. That's they true. not trying to be private. Wait, is Nova where you had your baby shower? No, that was Khalid. My bad. We're not named after another No, because the restaurant was fucking amazing. Yeah. No, that was at Khalid. It was a fancy well, restaurant. Very and well, I was like, I'm missing, I'm missing some shit out of my life. Thank <laughs> you for the exposure, you see. Um, that's also where I had my wedding. Um, and we just had a, 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 a morning brunch or something there, like a year ago, too. Oh, but very similar to Philippe, no, who's that spot? Okay, it's okay. it's the spot. Philippe is but like more like the rappers and shit, right? Well, it became that way, and then at night during the day, it's more for like the civilized. not civilized. Yes, um, but that's we know that's, 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 that's all I have to say. I don't know if Diana has anything to say. I'm not hating uh, on them. Love is love. It's amazing. Oh, but bullshit! I do have one more thing to say. Uh -oh. <laughs> We're not going to talk about what's happening in Israel and Palestine because that's not what this podcast is about. But someone had the nerve to post, right? Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift holding hands and coming out to the public as a moment of like, with all that's going on in the world, this is what we want to see. An image of love. They just started talking. Uh, of course, Honeymoon Stage is going to be there for a minute. Oh. Yeah, and, and you say that this podcast is not about that, but our hurts and um, prayers and all that stuff is going 100%. out to, I mean, the families and all the people that are suffering, and I hope we can get it figured out, man, because it's crazy. But my last thing about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, I knew immediately, immediately, when he shaved the goatee, I was like, we lost him! We lost him! Right? We lost him. Who is this? This is no longer Travis. Let's call him Peter Kelsey. <laughs> he shaved off the swag. He did. He For did. what? He did. But I still think I'm interested to see. It's almost like Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. Like I'm. I want it. It. Well, he said he got a carisota, so we know what Kendall Jenner's chick. <laughs> In the new album, he said he got a carisota. I'm sorry. What? He said he got a carisota. Translate that? Damn He says he got a big old oh, head. Oh, he got BDE. No, he got a big old head on his penis. So the head of the penis is very big, is what he said. What does that have to do with things with That's why she is here. That's why she's there. Yeah. I need to know why like, he's there. I mean, it must be good for him, too. Maybe the head fits in there. <laughs> 
This is the glove I've been searching for! <laughs> this is it! In this white woman's vessel! <laughs> a garage, know. as Cardi B calls it. Park, the, park that shit in my garage. <laughs> I've never heard a woman reference her vagina as a garage, and when Cardi did it, I was like, I love you. Even when she said that little thing in the back of my throat. Everything. The way that she just... Because you know you've been thinking about it. Right. If it don't hit it... She's amazing. <laughs> I love her. Small. Anywho, sorry, we digress. Um, today like we're the, talking about... Wait, wait. Just what? like the penis hitting the water. Uh, did we have that conversation on the podcast? No. We talked oh. about the ball shoving, but never about the dick hitting the water. <laughs> do we want to talk about it now? Okay, bring it up. Okay, bring it up. <laughs> Now people want to wonder, are you supposed to Yes, no. So, we were, we had a conversation, it was a few of us, and it was the same night. The same night, our friends, our friends, Ileana and Erica were there. They're my friends. See? They're my <laughs> friends, too. And we had the conversation, and this young gentleman talked about the visual of the balls, in the butt, and we still can't figure out if it was like from behind or missionary, whatever. That's not the point. But then somewhere in the conversation, well, I said, "Do you hold your balls when you take a shit?" Right, <laughs> right. And they said, "What part was it? Does the balls and the penis sit outside the toilet?" <laughs> I said, "Do any of you hold your balls when you take a shit?" But why would they do that? Oh, I was curious. <laughs> no, my favorite thing is, does it go in the toilet? Because you know, sometimes as a woman, when you're going number two, number one, you pee and you poop at the same time, whatever, we all share. You get a splash sometimes. But my thing is, okay, so if you put the penis in the toilet, is it touching you? <laughs> and then she said, if the dick is not touching the wall, then I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want it. So I immediately sent a text message. I immediately sent a text message and said, babe. Does your penis taste Because I needed to get a braid. I needed to get a uh, uh, sense. Uh, so, what did you agree? <laughs> and then what did they say? I just got, it, it, depends. it depends. It depends on the level of the ball. Nah. We know your answer. <laughs> we no longer have to have the conversation. <laughs> I mean, I thank God I have no interest in knowing the level of water. Or <laughs> Either of those guys, so it's fine. <laughs> There's someone for everyone. Neither one of them is for me. <laughs> oh God. And I'm married, so I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> Next, Let so what are we so about today? Okay. Dick, 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 dick. <laughs> dick will come up, but um, as dick you see, <laughs> and that's the only way we want it. <laughs> when it's up, <laughs> Rima, who were we talking to? Oh, we were on the phone <laughs> with someone that we're talking some business stuff with, and literally five minutes into the conversation, Dick came up. And, this and she's is the, the first business owner. Ever spoken to and her. it wasn't us talking about the dick. It was her. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And I literally immediately said, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what is it? Is it after a certain age? And we're going to ask Alyssa these questions. Yeah. Because yeah. we have we need to know. a whole different demographic that we tap into. 
But why the fuck do we always end up talking about tech? There are ideas. And if it's not your friend, they talk about tech. Do you always end up talking about (laughs) (laughs) what I wish I knew? (laughs) What the fuck I wish I knew? And if you're talking, yeah, they're talking about pussy all the time. Are they? Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to play with a whole bunch of lesbians, and that's all they talked about. How it smells, how people need to go to the gyno, how this, how, how they got to shave, how they got to do that. I'm like, this is a joint locker room and not everybody is a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to need you to pipe down. Dick talkers, pipe up. So I think that, I think that, and maybe it's a cultural thing. Is it brown and Latina women or are vanilla white women always talking about it too? I think so. Right? I think so. Chime in. Let us know. Anyway, Diana, what are we talking about today? Things we wish we knew at age 20. What I wish 20, I knew. 21, 22, 23. You know, the 20s. The, mm-hmm. You know, when you just turn 20, you think like, oh, shit, I got to live life now on my own. People are no longer washing my clothes and buying me food. Well, that happens to me way younger, but yeah. yeah. Well, me too. I was 19. What I wish I knew. Go. I wish I knew. Most. Are we going to start in any specific you area? Oh. Or are we going to categorize them? What uh, I wish I knew, I would love to say what I wish I knew in high school. Okay, what I wish I knew in high school. So, I wish I knew that I should have been cheating too. Oh, shit. You went there. Just saying. You went there. So, I was in a relationship. Um, I was... What high you would call it high school sweethearts, probably 12, 13. I was 12. Oh my god, that's fucking ridiculous. I I just I was Why just turning playing with dolls. I was just turning 13. <laughs> Why weren't you playing with dolls? Nobody was playing with dolls at 13. No. I was actually You weren't even going to see like no. I, I, I had already masturbated though. Oh yes. Yes. That's really yeah. why it took so long for me. See, people that know me, they, they see that I'm so wild and silly. And I, was, I was the version of the shit, but I had already masturbated. No, people thought I lost my shit early. I lost my shit at 18. I was scared out of my mind. Yeah, we had this conversation. But I did masturbate, and I used to like taking baths. <laughs> mm. I thought for myself, I was like, this is some wonderful <laughs> shit. I wish my mom told me about that shit. Yes. First of all, I had a little boyfriend, according to my mom, but I was 12. How old was he? Your mom called him a little boyfriend? Uh, Two years older. So Why did she was call him little? Always. Always. <laughs> As you know, I know, you see, though, you know, I like that word. We never talk about or address what's really happening. Noviacito. Yeah. Okay. Instead of sitting with me and having a conversation and being like, oh, you're interested in boys. Let's sit down and have this conversation. It's normal to feel this way, which Mm -hmm. is, yeah, I wish my mom would have told me that at 12, 13, you are, first of all, I got my period at 12. Mm. Oh, so you was ready. Well, I guess that's what happened. Yeah. I guess I I went to Puerto Rico for two months. I got my period that summer. I came home. I was 12. So I was turning 13 when I met him when I was 12 in middle school. Mm-hmm. Then I was turning 13. I turned 13. We started. I think we broke up at 16, 17 or whatever. But that would have been a great opportunity for my mom to have a conversation with me mm-hmm. to be like, Instead of being like, oh, do not get a no, blah, 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 you know, like I had to hide that I was 
had a, this boyfriend. And what was boyfriend? It took me six months to kiss him because mm. I was so scared. Mm. We only saw each other at school. Like it was like, is it a boyfriend? A hundred percent. Same thing. See, I, I another like, thing. If I kiss him, I'm gonna get pregnant. My mom should have told then, me I'm not gonna get pregnant. Because where we came from, and at that time, I had friends who already had sex. Mm. At it's thirteen, it's I have a good friend. I have friends that had were pregnant in middle school. Yes, See, I thought that was normal. Yes. Yes. I did too. Hartford High had and I'm like, You are a champion warrior because most girls drop out. Girl, you still got the school girl bringing the baby. Hartford High, had yeah, they had time. Yes, Hartford High was ahead of the curve. Ahead, of, ahead the curve. of the curve. The only annoying thing was that I was in AP Chemistry and childcare was right across the hall. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, I'm looking this way because Alyssa's over here, <laughs> and sometimes I want to be like, girl, like that. Uh, so I, I dated him and she should have had the conversation with me that my feelings were normal. Not that I should have a boyfriend because now I think about it and you are really young, but at least accepting that he could come over the house, be in the living room when she's there, like not set so many. It was like, he, you can't see him. Blah, 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 you, he can't be here. Which so then I, made you want in him essence more. made me creep around. Mm -hmm. His mom was actually super okay with me going over there. So then I had to start lying to my mom. But his mom is the best, though. Don't mention her name. Listens, hi, boo. So I had to lie to my mom, and I did do after-school activities, and he would wait for me after school, and then we would walk to his house, and then uh, I would like, go back. Oh, no. <laughs> then we would go back, and he would walk me back to school to get the late bus, as if wow. I was leaving school. So, you know, you're like, if you want to do something, you're going to find a way. So right. why wasn't my mom just being like open to it? It was like, everything was no, 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 no. But I wish I would have known then that you're young, you're both exploring, that even though your boyfriend, girlfriend, your hormones are raging. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is fast forward, we're in high school, I find out he cheats on me with the biggest hoe in school, by the way. And I woke up and... The biggest hole in school because he was probably providing to the whole shit. <laughs> right, but when when people are young, not to defend him. Because oh no, one hundred percent. When people are younger, right, they they have a wholesome you, yep. a wholesome person that's like still trying to figure out yep. what this is, yep. whatever, whatever. Yep. And then you have a sex positive whore, as you just mentioned, she was. <laughs> But the funny thing is, no, no, no shade. Because we all knew somebody. Yes, this we is all a knew judgment free zone. But yeah. she was I, mad about it. He was I, mad about it. I was, I was more like, and then as adults, we had the conversation, and he explained to me that I had, I had, I find out ironically like a month or two after I lost my virginity, which was the worst part. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So I had just lost my virginity. And then the way he sees it is that he never wanted to rush me, mm -hmm. but he had these hormones and it's like one of the biggest regrets ever for him because it wasn't even like it was a quality person. I mean, fast forward, I come to find out that he had cheated on me with a bunch of other people. But what I wish I knew, it is what it is. <laughs> what I wish I knew was that it's not that it's normal, but in the sense it's normal. At that age, at that because age. you're trying, to you don't, out. you don't, you could really, really love someone or be into them, and they're so great. But there's just something about this curiosity of how someone else touches you, or what someone else is willing to do, or blah blah blah, or some level of respect that you have for someone you love. 
So I wish I would have known then that not that I wanted to be out here having sex, but that I shouldn't have allowed myself to be in such a boyfriend girlfriend relationship. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That I, I that I should have been. I I feel like my mom should have been like, okay, and yeah. un noviecito y está bien rocío, pero tú no debería lock yourself away from other opportunities right. or like if another girl right. because I really was committed to my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I, I just feel like I wish I would have. I, I just feel like if I would have been spoken to about sex and the pleasures of sex and that it should feel good and that it shouldn't feel rushed and that hormonally at that age, it's kind of crazy and unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Not that it would have made sense to me, but then as I got older, I could have used that into college and all these things were in college. I was so focused on being an adult that I didn't even enjoy myself then either. I remember like being around because I got my period 13, but I remember like around 13 and a half, maybe going into 14 that I started getting that sensation down there when I started seeing things that pleasure, like, you know, yes, yes, yes. like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You know, Look, you got turned on. You right. So I wish I would have known about that, but I wanted to go back to when you said that the child care was a red cross for you. Yes. The AP, AP chemistry. That was a firm of uh, birth control for you. So you should say thank you. A hundred percent. Because when I heard the motherfuckers crying and shit, you're like, hell no, everyone. Where I'm from, puppy love equals pregnancy. Okay. Not puppy love. Yeah. Pregnancy. In the same conversation, you could have said, look, your novicito and you are going to be having something, make sure you're protected. If you're you know what I'm saying? So, like, but they're in their head, they're like, they're thinking, like, absolutely not. They're not having sex. And then somebody pop a pregnant and totally different. When absolutely, yeah. Hello, yes. We weren't having sex, but we were literally doing everything. Mm. If you get what I'm saying, read between the mm. lines. Mm. What do you wish you knew in high school? <sighs> I wish I knew in high school that I should have applied to like many colleges. Oh my God, that's such a good one. I should have applied to many colleges because in my head, I was like, Central would be lucky to have me. And they said no to me. Shit. And my world was shattered. And I didn't want to go, so then I started having sex. Central off the street. <laughs> yeah. Then I started having sex, then I got pregnant. <laughs> you did get pregnant as soon as, as you soon as I left. Yeah, as soon as I left high school, I got pregnant. Boom, with Aunt, my son Aaron. And um, but I was really depressed for like, and I and I won't put put it on my mom because my mom and them didn't go to college. Like they barely graduated high school. My mom and my dad. So my dad actually went to college, but then he came back. He didn't. But all that to say that I wish my counselor or somebody else would have said, hey, mm -hmm. apply to more colleges mm -hmm. or, okay, let me look. Because I, I, you know, my first few years of high school, I was a fucking girl. You know? I was smoking on all crazy shit. And then the principal brought me in. He was like, do you want to fuck up your life? I was like, you can't talk to me like that. He was like, yes, the fuck I can. I was like... <laughs> Who was the principal? Mr. DiLoretto. Yes. I, he was only there my freshman year. So he was my... And he retired. My junior principal. You know how they had the yes, sub-principals yes, yes, and yes, then they yes, had yes, Mr. Yes. Cruz. I had Mr. Correa. Mr. Cruz was there too for me. So Mr. DiLoretto was my sub. And then... So I'm telling you, high school, man. Wish I would have known in high yo, school too that white men can be hot. Yo! Because we, we brought up Mr. Latrick and Mr. DiLoretto was right along. And he was older. P.S. He Mr. was older. Mr. DiLoretto's son. Talk when I was there. Was he not as attractive. Not as good looking, good looking, uh, but he got his mother's lips. Had, <laughs> had body. He had stature to yeah, him. His son was more lanky. Yeah. Yeah. Still very good looking. 
So, um, Mr. DeLoretto, and he talked to me like that, and I was like, you can't talk to me like that. And he was, yes, I can. I spoke to your mother. You're going to fuck up your life, blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, okay, I got to turn this shit But what a blessing that he saw you in the crowd. Yeah, and he told me, you know, you're a natural leader. You know, people are following you to do fucked up shit. Have them follow you to do great shit. And I was just like... <laughs> but anyways, I did, and then I started doing morning announcements, and then I joined all these clubs and shit. And I was like, Wow. So that was the turning point. My junior year. The beginning of my junior year. Because I was fucking, I was bringing fucking Cisco and milk cartons. Diana. Yes, girl. It'd be twisted for like two or three hours. Like, what happened? What classes? What what assignments? <laughs> Diana. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was bad. It was Why bad. do you think, what made you gravitate towards doing things like that? that that's all I saw. Oh, that that's all that's all i saw i mean a good time equaled alcohol and you know and the irony that you don't even drink them girl i used to drink a lot back in the day <laughs> i did my fair share like and then the alcohol is not like it makes me feel very sexual and i don't mean like just sexual like sexual for like sexual <laughs> sorry elaborate like sexual like sexual like i i, I forget i'm married <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's drastic. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and then everything becomes a stage, whether it's a table, a bar. Oh, I get what you're saying. You know? it, it puts you in another state of mind. Yeah, it's like taking E or some shit. I want to take my clothes it's off. It's happened to death. I want to share my time. body. Like, I want to hug and kiss people. Like, it's crazy. Wow. It's totally insane. So one time you I- You should drink within a private setting with me so I can see it. Well, I did at a Christmas gathering at my house because my husband was like, you should have some wine. And then he said- And then he was like, calm down, calm down. I was like, oh. All these years you've been drinking after the fool, the one night I drink and that's the fool you can't handle. Like, I don't like it. He was like, no, 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 no. You're twerking all over the place. No, 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 no. So, but. <laughs> so you wish you would have applied to more colleges. More colleges. I wish I would have applied to more colleges. I wish that I would have followed my basketball coach's advice because I was really good at basketball. And she wanted me to apply at colleges where I could get like a scholarship or something like that. Was your basketball was coach like, the heavy set woman? Miss Green. Yes. Miss Green and Michelle DeMeyer, who happens to be the AD at Bloomfield. So she's amazing. She's still right amazing. now. Still right now. It still looks the same, even though she's a white woman. Still looks the same. But I went back then, she was probably like 19. Because she was a baby when she and she would spend extra time with me with shooting and, and she was like, "You're shooting from everywhere, like you can't shoot from half court." And I was like, "But I'm gonna make it." <laughs> you wasn't cocky at all. At all. Nothing's no, changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny that I literally had this conversation last night with my cousins, and I was talking to them about the fact that. Because my one of my little cousins is going to Southern, and I was like, I mean, I appreciate wherever people want to go to school. I got into a few schools, but like you, I didn't apply to many schools, but I wanted to go to Columbia for law school. Mm. I got into Columbia, but Newhart paid for everything. And at the time, I didn't have the money. My mom wasn't going to pay, so I went you to the school, though. It's great, but it, whatever. <laughs> but it's down the street. But it ain't Columbia. <laughs> And it's down the street. But I went, and in my head, I was like, okay, I'll go here for four years. It was a full ride. And then I'll go to law school at Columbia, New York. And fast forward, I started working for club. I never went back to school. I didn't go into law. But I realized that when I lived in London, I met kids from the States that were there full time. And that was the first time I was even exposed to the fact that you can go to school overseas. 
for all your schooling. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I yeah, always I figured. I want to go Bro, but I always figured, oh, you go overseas for study abroad. I could totally see you as a lawyer, too. Oh, man, so can I. But you know what? That's why we have Alyssa. What that is, a lot of what I do is contractual work and negotiations. It's mm-hmm. it's it's my general counsel at Nike. I'll never forget. He was like, I was like, I'm thinking of going to law school. This is probably 10 years ago. And he was like, why? He's like, you tell me all the stuff I need to put in the contract and I have to do all the horrible work. And I was like, oh. But in my head, I was like, but I want that check. Right. Anywho. I'm on the back. So I, I, I agree with the college thing because I wish I would have known that I could have just, I will encourage my daughter to, to go far, to go to another country and study for school. I have mm. actually three good friends that studied in London and Spain who are Americans and got their master's there. And now mm. they live here. She's a senior person at Adidas, but I just never thought to like try. But I also think, real talk, no bullshit, that there is something to be said about the beauty of finding a good guidance counselor. Because my guidance counselor was shit. Mm-hmm. My sister's guidance counselor told her she would not get into school A, B, C, D, and my sister got into A, B, C, D. So I, I do feel like because we went to an urban school, we don't always get what we deserve. So it's like you're you you're stumped at every turn unless you have this like innate desire to mm-hmm. be bigger. Mm-hmm. If you don't have these people in place to guide you, you're kind of like, oh, fuck it. I'll just figure it out. Yeah. My counselor was horrible. Because my mom, my mom didn't help me with my college applications at all. Yeah. Financial aid, scholarships. I applied like to one and it was just like uh, trying to... I don't know if it was like a torture for my mom when I was trying to have her do the basketball for her. I was like, mom, just come signing papers. It's also a little bit of an ignorant mentality when they have to provide anything financial. Oh, God. Girl. Why do you want to know that? What happened? Why can't they just do this? Why? It's because they want to give me money. (laughs) (laughs) They need to know that I'm in need. (laughs) They need to know that you broke. Yeah. They need to know that we broke. But it's like a sense of pride. It's like, I need to privately confirm that you're a single mom and that we don't have a lot so that mm-hmm. they can give me money. Right. And it was like, I don't fucking necessarily have that time. But that's so young. funny how she went to school after. My mom. Yeah. yeah. So then she probably, she probably had that moment. Yeah. Because I know you watch. She probably had that moment. And she was like, wow. Wow. Started. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. She did. She did get her master's. Right Your mom's amazing. amazing. She's amazing. My, my mom is too. But, you know, they'd be having some shit. Issues. <laughs> so, what do you wish you knew? So, we're, we're we're through high school and then college. You have Aaron at this point, so yes. it's very different. Yes, I'm very different. Very so, different. So, but you're a mom at 18, 19. 19. At 18, 19, I was going to college. Hmm. What do you wish you knew? 21, 22. Okay, so I was pregnant at hair school. Oh, bitch, yeah. So I went to hair school. Diana. <laughs> you pooped dry that you pooped dry that shit out of this girl's off for you times. Even when you don't want to. And I, I don't even think I gave you, you like twenty dollars. The, the, the curl. I know I didn't have to, but damn, now yeah. Rafael would have never let you know me. I know this you. Always like yeah, we over tipping y'all tip everybody. <laughs> Always. Even now, that you're here, what the fuck are you talking about? No, bitch. But um, but I even, like, no, I charged like Grace and them. That's like ten for a hairstyle. That's not true. But they wanted like the blow dry, and then I had to do the the, cream, ten, the, the curls. Curl. Where I used to do the, the spray, and it was like the cream sh- curl. Yes, Diana used to wear finger waves. 
I was torturing the shit out of people here. Now I know that that was not good to spray it and then shh. Burn it, kill it, yeah. it'll fall. Oh, well. But you got to stop. It looked good. <laughs> so uh, I was pregnant. I was pregnant with Aaron, went to hair, hair school. Um, I was I was in salons just doing hair for a while. Um, I wish I knew that how hard it was to be juggling a child, an apartment, was one bedroom. He was, but I want to be with him. Oh, but um, we have a great relationship now. He's you know he's great with Aaron, but um, financially he was there, but um, we didn't want to be together. Be together, yeah. So it was sort how of long was you like, together before you got pregnant? Um, like a year. Oh, a good amount of time. Like a year, and at the time. The doctor that I had told me that it would be because I no that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to have children because um, when I was in high school I had an issue where I was having a period for like <laughs> I was dying honestly I was having a period for like two weeks and I was like like a heavy doctor <laughs> maybe I should go see a doctor my period usually lasts three days so I went to the doctor they went in there I had a cyst. they was like oh my god blah, blah, blah. you probably won't have any babies blah, 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 blah. and then when I got pregnant with Aaron I was like I got four babies nervous. right so if this doctor would have been alive now he did but I would have been like bruh you <laughs> need to have another career bruh <laughs> he was awesome though he was old as fuck my mother had brought me to him I was like this what was got, he got cold hands um I forgot his name At least the doctor that I have now goes like this. <laughs> what? Warm those hands up before you go down there. What the fuck? <laughs> so you were. I mean, you know what I'm about. But anyways, um. <laughs> so then I had my son. Um, I was living with my mom and all that stuff. I just wish that I would have known a lot about just motherhood and stuff. I had to wing a lot of it. Um, my mom made sure that it wasn't easy for me. Because for her, she was not happy about you being pregnant. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. For her, like by the time that I told her, it was too late to have an abortion. Like she and I wanted to have the baby. Oh, so, so I was gonna ask you that respectfully because we love Poopy. It's mm-hmm. not about oh, him at all. It's not about him at all. But did you ever think, "Fuck, I'm 18. This isn't what I want to do." No. Why do you think you, you didn't think about? Because he was. Uh, he was in like. By the time that I found out, because honestly. Like my first two pregnancies, <laughs> I don't know. I was pregnant. You were in like five. <laughs> so with Aaron, I found out, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. You know, I was already living on my. No, no, no. I was living with my mom. I was living with my mom. I was going to hair school, and then my stomach started popping out a little bit. I was like, wait a minute, what's this? But I was still having my period for both my older kids. I was still really, having my period. yeah. So then when I went to the doctor, he was like, you're pregnant. Um. Well, you're 18 or you know 19 at the time. I don't have to tell your mom, but do you want to have a conversation? Because my mom had brought me to the doctor. Oh, <laughs> so shit. that's how I told her. And then from there, she brought me to my father's house. How pregnant were you? I was almost four months. Oh yeah. So then she brought me to my father's house, and she thought my father was. You be really, like... really, really, really <laughs> didn't have any inclination that you were pregnant. No, I thought I was just getting wet. You know, I was a hundred something pounds. That's why life. I started getting away. I was like, oh. You got that. You got that. Well, I'll tell you the story. Then I was like, oh, shit. So she took to my dad's house and she was like, do you have a brain? And he was like, okay, we'll handle it. Yeah. And she started arguing with him, brought me back to the car because she wanted a different result from that. But I'm daddy's girl, so. 
He was like, whatever you need, whatever you want. I was like, okay. So I wish you would have told me more about stuff when you're pregnant. Like I still had to work and stuff. And that's not what I mean. Like I didn't mind working. Like I, I made my bed. I was fine with that. Right. Whatever I had to do. But I knew as soon as I had him that I had to leave. <laughs> the, 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 how do you call it? The, the so lesson she was sharing. You and Aaron never lived with her. No, we did. We oh, did. Okay. But she was, the way that she was trying to give me advice Unless, wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. advice was like very curvy, very sarcastic. She was like, teaching you a lesson. She was. Or she thought she was. And really she what she was doing was, was like, pushing you away. Right. Which, mm-hmm. that's why I'm about. <laughs> And found community and found family and other people that, you know, had kids early and they, they were the ones that started teaching me. And I, and I was just like, well, I know. I knew some things, right, from just growing up. What I don't want to do, things that were done on me, I was like, I'm not going to do this. This is, I'm going to do the opposite of this because I want my child to trust me. I want my, I want to trust my child, and you know. And mm-hmm. so when I went through that with Aaron, I was able to. But I wish I had more of a support system, you know. And every time I asked if I could go out or whatever, well, no, I'm not watching your channel. Yes, you because child. it had nothing to do with him. It had everything to do with. You're, I'm good. Even though you went through with it, even though he's here, even though we love him, even though we love you, I'm gonna teach you a lesson mm-hmm. every step of that the you way. Were supposed to go to college. Wait, you were really? supposed to, That's cultural. That's cultural. You were supposed to be great. You was, and I'm like, it's all the things. It's all the things they didn't achieve that they put pressure on us mm-hmm. to achieve, mm-hmm. and then when you don't do it in the pattern that is expected of you. There's this thought that I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to teach you a lesson every step of the way when it's almost like make peace with your reality and let's be better. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. But that's fucking cultural 100%. Like I have to pay my sister to watch my child. <laughs> and I thank her to this day. But even some of my friends were like, like Natalie was like, I ain't going to give you $40 to watch Aaron <laughs> so we can go out. Damn. Yeah. It was never, I'll stay with him, I'll stay with him. Once he got older, because Aaron was easy, and so was Jaden. They were easy. And by the time I had, you know, my last two, I was already adult, adult. So, but they were easy to watch. It, my kids weren't torturers, terrorists, or anything. But I just wish I had more of, like, a support system. Like, if I wanted to go to college, like, it was so expensive. Childcare? <laughs> Childcare was crazy. So, I, I was working two and three fucking jobs to make sure I had childcare. So when he finally went to school, then I was like, okay, I could do other things. Let me take a course here. I'll take a class here. But it was crazy. Which in essence, it's like, that's unfortunately, I mean, not the reason why fully, but childcare is so expensive that that's unfortunately why, and I'm not being stereotypical, but I'm going to fucking say it. I don't care. In the hood, and I'm not saying brown hoods, there's white hoods, oh, there's yeah. like the numbers of people on state aid in this country are in higher white populations, FYI mm-hmm. for the facts. But I do feel like people get into these cycles because we don't always know or we're not always tall or because we didn't mm-hmm. have these conversations, We've, not even with our mothers, but with other women or we didn't see these examples where you're just like, fuck it, I'll just have another baby mm-hmm. because if I get pregnant, I can get state aid. And if you do the mm-hmm. math, if by the time I have a kid and then I got to pay for childcare and go to work, I'm really bringing in no money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. Well, that was the one thing my mom did tell me was to go get welfare. Yeah. <laughs> I did when I when I got welfare. Which I don't even know how that works now. I went and I got medic, uh, you know that easy. What, what's now known as husky as the medical part of the welfare. Um, I got WIC, 
and I got all that stuff during my pregnancy, right? And still. Which was like like four or five months because I was almost four months pregnant. And the assistance that I was getting, I was like, this is bullshit. Like there is no way. Like exactly. there's no way I'm doing exactly. that. And that's why it became the two and three jobs, like wherever I found it. Because I was just like, and not only that, like it wasn't the embarrassment, it, none of that shit. But just like being comfortable just having that. Being comfortable and steadily with just having that. They give you the minimum. And I, I understand people are very they're 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 they very finessed with working every shop when it comes to resources. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh girl, you could get such a Oh, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but why would you want that when you can do A, B, and C? Right? Why would you like I went to hair school, I was trying to do a lot of shit. I went to hair school, I went to flight attendant school, I went to I did so much shit that I was just like, I'm trying to have options, right? You know, and I'm I'm mad that it wasn't more like go to school, finish, go to school, finish, go to school, finish, right? It was more driven like, let me go get a school. Yeah, but, but I think it was nobody's guided either. Because go to school, finish is, is unfortunately a length of time to see results. Right. It's like it's like everyone wants to get rich quick. And that's why I was going. And it's not like if, if unless you hit it big or now with tech or whatever, there's really no way to make money fast. Mm-hmm. It's like a slow way. I was having this conversation with my sister. It's like I have investments, thank God, that I made when I was younger, but they take years to mm-hmm. see growth. Mm-hmm. But one that I just want to point out about what you said is that yeah, because you have that natural drive and hustle, but a lot of people don't no, have that. Right. And two, the reason flight attendant and hairdressing school and all these things you kind of started and you never saw the goal to finish is because you needed money now. Right. You know, right. It, it, so that's what puts you in that despair situation of like, what do I do to survive right now? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's almost like survival mechanism. Yeah. Like yeah. And then um, thank goodness that my son was already older for the flight attendant thing. And I, I but bitch, she was never a flight attendant. Did, and I, I was. You were? Yes, I was. I got my wings. I never knew yeah, that. I got my wings. Girl, I finished that? it. I finished You heard it first. on <laughs> I finished it. Yeah. I went down to Atlanta for a month. Oh, you were real, bro. Was it Delta? Oh, my mom. No, it was Air Trans at the time. Really? It was Jet Blue Are you teasing Shout out to Nat Shadow. He will not be mentioned. Air Tran. Yo, you can fly for like twenty nine dollars. Air Tran was the shit back in the day. But uh, so they they trained us. Yeah. So they trained us. I was actually working at the airport and um, the station manager was like, You would make a great flight attendant. Like you should go and they sent me down. What were you doing on the counter? At the counter? Um I was on the counter. What? That was one of my jobs. Oh, my job. So I would do air train from six o'clock in the morning, sometimes five, depending on the flight, what time you're going out. But six o'clock in the morning to two. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So then I would have to like six o'clock. Then six o'clock to like midnight, I would do like another job. Yeah. So I did hair on the weekends and, and you know, the weekends at the um, Puerto Pelo or the oh, Yes. And that no. last spot. Oh, uh, is that who's still there? On the other spot on Broad Street. No. I forgot the other one. Yo, Puerto Bello was the place to go for prom. For everything. For everything. Yeah, I was washing hair. Traffic. I was washing hair, girl. My hands. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I think flight attendant. Flight attendant? Is there anything yeah. you regret? Obviously, you wish you knew. But is there anything you look back and be like, fuck, I wonder what would have happened if I would have 
stayed doing hair or like stayed. I wonder what would have happened if I would have finished St. Joseph's. Like I, I had an opportunity to, again, someone saw, and this is still happening to this day, but back then when I had the one kid and the two kids, it became like, oh shit, I have to make sure I get the light paid or make, oh shit, I got to make sure I got gas to bring them to daycare. Oh shit, I got to make sure. So, and kudos out to the daycare resources out. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't through the state. It was, you filled out an application and depending on how much you made, they were able to subsidize, you know, daycare. Yeah. So, you know, depending on how much you made. So then the state would, you know, sub subsidize the rest. So thank God for that because the fucking daycare was the cost for kids and I had two. The child care now is crazy. Sometimes I used to write a check and I was like, don't bounce, don't bounce, don't bounce, please. <laughs> <laughs> don't bounce, please. Don't bounce, don't bounce, please. No, it was, it, it was, it, I mean, it was difficult, but um, now I know what to teach my kids. Like, I know now, like, I know what it is to live check to check and sometimes check spades. <laughs> you, like, I understand when people say you're robbing Peter or you're to robbing Peter yeah, to play yeah, Paul, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That shit is real. So, <laughs> which, by the way, facts are 95% yeah so it's just you know i you know i wish i knew a lot of different things that i knew my mom held like this because she's like no you're gonna learn what it is to have a child you're gonna learn what it is to struggle when i didn't have to yeah but i just don't but, know and then that's and then effective if you don't want to right if you, you don't want to struggle then come live with me that's what it was if you don't want to struggle come live with me because now you need me right and that's what we I've learned as well that my mom, and I've had this conversation with her transparently, it's like she doesn't know how to be wanted. She needs to be needed. Mm. And thank God I have established myself, my career, my motherhood, where I don't need her, but I really want her around. So we're working on mm. that now as adults. But it's like, I saw it with my sister a lot more because my sister was a single mom. But I was like, what is it about being needed and not being finding joy and being wanted? Mm. I would want to be wanted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to be needed shit. Well, let, let's just bring up some stuff that we think people should be looking for in their 20s. If we have any listeners besides Alyssa there. Why do I wish I knew? Okay, so why do I wish I knew in my early 20s that um, people could apply to their lives? So for me, it was a little different. When I went to college, I was so focused on, I, I had to, I had to get my own money. I had to do everything. So I had three jobs, two internships, and I was an RA. Yes. So I literally would wake up, go to baby gap at four in the morning, get out of there at 12, go to class, then go waitress at Fridays. And if I wasn't doing that, I was an, in, I was an intern at KISS 95.7 four in the morning doing all that stupid car dealership promos or wherever the fuck they got balloons at at that time but i do feel like it's funny um my girlfriend amber who just passed away used to always say to me rocio you i feel like you were at school but you weren't at school mm -hmm. because i i was too focused on being so an you adult. were somewhere else all the time always because i was like i need to make money i need to like mm -hmm. i i bought my my little hoopty for twenty five hundred dollars you bought your own car yeah, like me that shit will overheat all the time <laughs> Um, but I feel like I wish I would have known that college is the time to be exploratory in 
various areas of your life. Like mm-hmm. to me, not only college, so college into your early 20s, probably 25, 26 is when you start realizing, fuck, like real life is hard. Like mm-hmm. bills is hard. Budgeting is hard. Managing your time is hard. Relationships. Like, yeah, in college, even if you're not in college, like in your early 20s, unless you have a kid that forces you to really have to fucking buckle down. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, God, life is so hard. I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. But it's really not. It's it's just you're still figuring out how to navigate the mm-hmm. space. I wish I wouldn't have been so focused on being an adult or what I thought was adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell you for any other reason besides like I was thinking. But you can tell me whenever you want, baby. Hey. Um, I wish I wasn't so (laughs) focused, you know, like it's that thing of like, enjoy this age because, Mm -hmm. or enjoy this time. It's when they said it to you, you're like, oh, whatever. I'm just trying to fucking finish college. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get me a job, live on my own, blah, blah, blah. But the first, I'll never forget on campus, they had these credit cards they were given. Oh, you, know, you had to sign yeah, for the yeah, credit yeah. card. Ready? And you didn't even have to get them in college. You could get them Bitch, you didn't need credit. <laughs> your, your fucking, you just got out of diapers. They was given motherfuckers credit cards. They're still doing that. So I'll never up. forget, I'm at the, the dining hall and I signed up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a credit card. They make you believe that you're building your credit and this and this and that. So I get a credit card, right? A bitch gets approved for $500 on the spot, Ooh. right? I bitch went to West Farms and spent five hundred dollars. <laughs> that what you day. want? What you want? Ask me. <laughs> what you want? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I fucking went to Victoria's Secret. Hey. Yeah, I don't know where I spent five hundred dollars. I say all that to say when that bill came, you was like, "Wait a minute, I gotta pay this." A bitch was like, "I gotta pay this back." <laughs> oh shit. I was making like seven dollars an hour. I got paid it with twenty five percent interest. But that's I mean, again, there's so know. many things I wish I knew. My mom never taught me financial literacy. Like I didn't, I I didn't know. Like obviously, I knew that it was a credit card, but I didn't realize that if you don't pay it back within a certain amount of time, you fucking pay a double for them panties that probably fell apart by the time you wash them the third time. It's just shit that it's like Victoria's Secret panties fall apart. That's what I meant. <laughs> and panties that nobody was even seeing and appreciating at the they time. They weren't seeing. Oh, that's something I wish I knew too. Men don't give a fuck about you. They don't. They want you to show up. Every once in a while they do. They but don't. not all the time. They really don't. They just want you out of the shit. Make it. Make Panda. As fast as possible. I mean, it's cute, but I think the the lingerie is more like, fast. They don't even like foreplay. The four the foreplay was too, because the they're very stiff. Hmm. Anywho, <laughs> I wish. I why did you want to sex that time? I was about to it was you. Oh, because the second <laughs> the second part of what I wish I knew at that age is that. Sex should be enjoyed, and it should be a two way street. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that it's not until my thirties that I realized that, oh shit, I've had sex and I don't think I've ever had an orgasm. Orgasm. Mm -hmm. Unless it was through oral sex. That's crazy. Unless it was through oral sex. He was always busting it up. But I, again, it's like the conversation of sex should be pleasurable. It should be good. Obviously you have to mature, blah, blah, blah. But to me, you don't have to mature to be 30, 35 to be enjoying sex. Mm -hmm. Like, 
it should be the different seasons of life. Like there was, I was like, fuck, I don't think I've ever had an orgasm unless I get eaten out. And it's not now until adulthood that I'm able to know my body and understand my body. You know what I'm saying? I never had looked up my vagina before. I didn't know about a G-spot or like clitoral stimulation or toys or all this. I saw things. my vagina when I had that baby. They put that mirror up. Oh, Bitch. Okay. And you were like, I never want to see it again. <laughs> that shit looked crazy. <laughs> I want to look like after this. <laughs> Well, they have to cut me for Jaden, so I was like, "Are you your asking? ass? No, but they used to come on my ass. No, but they used not the ass, but they <laughs> cut to the back. My yeah, aunt, they went back. My aunt had to get they went back. So stitches. when they went stitching, I was like, "Can you put a couple extra?" Yes, tight, <laughs> vaginal tight. Because your son's head, yo, they showed him to me. Oh my god, yes, Jalen has a big head actually. They so showed him to me, and his feet was still in my vagina. That's how long he was. I was like, "Is he still in it?" <laughs> He's beautiful, but can you take him out? <laughs> he is beautiful. He was not. They had to keep measuring him because he was 24 inches long. What? 24 inches long. It is was that like, even possible? They kept measuring. We need another measurement. I was like, can I put my baby on me? <laughs> They're like, they you know, know, it's been 10 years. <laughs> they were like, it's been 10 years since we had a baby that was 24 inches. And they were Jesus. all 8 pounds and over. Yeah, no. so I, have, was I had people. People came out of this vagina. It wasn't no babies. I said, that's what I said. They were like, there's no baby we need to bring to you. He's, he's a toddler. Sure. You know how in the, uh, in the movies and in the shows, they, they have a baby and it's usually like this fully grown baby? <laughs> Those are my baby. Bitch. My nephew was 10 pounds. She couldn't push him out. Who? Um, Jeanette. Uh, oh, J-Y. yeah. And they're not even kids. 10 it's well, like six, six, one. But um, when, I remember when I, when they said that he was at the nursery, and I went over and I said, "Girl, <laughs> I love it." The motherfucker was filling up the whole fucking shit. You know how they got the little <laughs> the bassinet? His head was almost at the top of the bassinet. I was like, "Y'all got extra large?" Right up in here. He need a bed. He ain't gonna roll over. That's crazy. Y'all don't got bags in this for bigger babies. No, no that's, that's discrimination. It was. He was in there like full head of hair. I was like, my brother's face, but with a white face. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because he's real pale. Even though he be trying to get a tan, baby, you're not getting no You get red. That's it. <laughs> what do you wish you knew before we wrap um, in your early 20s, mid 20s? I wish I knew. That some of the friends that you have in your Whoa, circle. Why you gotta go deep? I gotta go deep. <laughs> we gotta do a whole episode on friendship. Because remember the last time I said friends. when I used to smoke, I used Shit. to have mad friends. Friendship. I think that was last episode. Episode. I used to smoke. I had mad friends, and the reason why is because I used to provide the weed, and every time when I smoke, I used to cook. So I would be like whipping shit up like I do now. Like I will fucking do. And my shit is you're going to have a pre-dinner. You're going to have dinner. And then you're going to have dessert. So I would cook all this food. And people used to be like, yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped smoking because I was like, I'm smoking too much. I was like, you know, I was working at the airport. And there were times I had to be on a tarmac bringing in planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that. that part. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes I used to go to the airport high and be like, giving people discounts and shit. Like, I was fucking going crazy. So I was like, I can't be doing that. Like, people, this is people's safety. Like, you know, so, yeah. So I stopped smoking and lost friends. 
So you wish you would have known. I wish I would have known that, you know, the people that are in your circle are not always going to be there for you. So what I wish I would have known that I, so I'm telling you young people, take and stock. old people too. And old people. Old and old people. Yes. You know why? There's another situation that's happening right now with one of the guys that plays on the softball team. I'm not going to say his name, but he had a big old heart and was always providing money and resources for people to do stuff, to travel, to, you know, to buy stuff for the team. Like he would do amazing things, you know, and now he's in a situation where he can't leave his home because of whatever's happening in his life and no one's checking for him. You know what I'm saying? So take stock of the people that are there when you're struggling, when you're having a bad day, the people that check in on you. That's why I said that shit throughout COVID. Like the people that checked in on me, the people I spoke to all the time or that called me, you know, those are the people I'm fucking with. Everybody else is just additional people. Like I'm, but the people, and I made a list too. I, Wow, no. I made this top of the list, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, and, and I would reach out to people too because I didn't want people to think like, oh, this bitch is talking shit. But no, I would reach out to people. And, Are you good? Do you need anything? Like yeah. if I didn't hear from yeah. somebody, do you need water? Do you know? Because you never know what people are going through. That's Especially crazy that you say that because Amber just passed away. And the one thing everyone said at the service is that even while she was sick she checked up on people mm -hmm. and it's like bro it really goes and i met her through you and you felt so connected to her not, and not only that the love that she had for you she instant instantly transferred to me which same you love rocio so i love you exactly so we determined like we know each other so you know it's just like and i was like I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. And I wanted to go, but then I, I was like, you know. But, oh, my God, just an amazing person. So I just wish that I would have known yeah. that I learned it early. I want to say in my 30s where I was just like, man, fuck you. Like, yeah. Especially when people, there's a lot of women, and I don't know if it's still happening now. Maybe you're less like a chime in. But there's a lot of uh, uh, girls at the time that they didn't want me to be friends with other girls. They just want think, me to be I their think, friend. I think that that was. I think that that was common. It's funny because I was going to say what I also wish I knew in high school is that you probably not be friends with anyone you're friends in high school with, besides one or two, if that people. Because when you're in high school, your friendships are like your life, mm -hmm. and sometimes, most of the time. Those are such toxic friendships mm -hmm. because similar to the boyfriend, you're all navigating. You're all young. You all kind of still don't know. But to me, there is enough room to know right from wrong and mean mm -hmm. and nice. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? We learn I mean and nice as, my, my as kids. I taught that to my daughter. She's had a friend group. It's like seven of them. I, I always reference them. It's like seven of them, maybe eight now. Not sure. But they it's like seven. Someone in. <laughs> they may have less. I think it's a boyfriend or one of the girls. But it's like seven of them that have been from elementary school and a middle school. And they're nice to everybody. But they understand that this core group is, the is core. their bad times, good times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When people, like let's say if somebody thought they were get, they were going to get a recruitment letter or they thought they were going to get into a college or they thought whatever the situation is, they automatically all come together like they rally. on bad times and good times. Like they had a signing for one of the kids that, you know, he's going to, you know, he, he they had a signing or whatever. And the kids like, I want you guys to be there. And absolutely, we were there, like cheering them on or whatever. And then he's like, no, 
you guys. I don't care who else is there. ESPN, all these people were there. I want you oh, guys. Oh, I love to that. Be. That's you so know what I'm saying. So yeah. it's just like so you already know who your core. Be- and I told my and I also told my daughter. And out of the seven, you're probably gonna be really good for like two or three of them. Yeah. So don't be disappointed. It's okay because then you're gonna find a college group core friend that you, those those are probably gonna last yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because they're going through the same struggle, same thing. Like I didn't go to college, but I went to college to party, so I feel like I went to college. Hundred percent. Southern. You went to various colleges. Western. They thought I went there. (laughs) What classes you take? The body classes. What do you mean? Ran from a few fights. I remember. I usually ran toward the fight, making sure it wasn't under you. But (laughs) in case I had to do a couple, you know, a couple kicks or a couple swings. But um, I wish I knew that. What? What's something else you would? Because I got a couple things I wish I would have known. There's so much I wish I would have known, but I, I. Oh, we're bringing Melissa on for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, really, it's the friendships. My senior year was really tough. Mm-hmm. My One of my fr- best friends died. And it's funny, we were talking about this because, unfortunately, here in the town, a, a young man died on the football field. But my best friend died in the pool during our volleyball championship mm-hmm. my senior year. But talk about cloud chasing. I, I, I didn't graduate from college as a uh, high school as a senior, even though I was class president and like fucking high honors because I cheated. I plagiarized a paper in the AP English class. Long story short, Miss Abate. Um, because I took the class for, long story short, I took the class for AP credit, but it wasn't an AP class. So mm-hmm. I turned in the paper and when I turned it in, she was like, no, this paper is supposed to be X pages. And I had only turned it in for the nine pages or whatever. So she gave me a short amount of time. So my girlfriend gave me the paper that she had run, done on the same subject. But me, because I'm not a cheater, I literally copied one. Mm. So I plagiarized. I didn't graduate on stage, nothing. But they did a special service for Vereen at the graduation. And the girl who accepted the scholarship in her name or whatever didn't even like Vereen, wasn't friends with Vereen, mm-hmm. but clout chasing before social media, cried and did the whole, we miss her and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And once again, I feel like I wish I would have known that these, these friendships may not even matter. Like in, in when you get older in times mm-hmm. that do matter in your maturity. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And and it's okay to um we were talking about before we recorded to be out of your comfort zone, right? Or was hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, if you're comfortable in something, then you ain't doing enough. That's that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. If something comes up, if you don't have no children, if you like, it, it, it always baffles me growing up when people were like, "But I can't do it because of this." I'm like, "You don't got no fucking kids. What are you talking about?" Yeah. You Yeah, and and I've told people that I have in my life now that are like, yo, if you didn't tell me to do this, and it's numerous people because I don't give a fuck. I will give it to you straight. You either like me or you don't. I would be like, you don't got no fucking kids. If you want to fucking go take pictures, do this, A, B, and C, go do it. For real. Do everything. And even if you have kids, but you're right because we're just having this conversation about it. Right? She told me, she said, oh, we were at the uh, Latinas in Motion shout out. Um, event because everybody was running at the uh, Harvard Marathon. So, uh, Nevea is her name. That's Vanessa's daughter. Shout out to them too. And she was like, "Well, I want to be a lawyer, but I, but I'm also an artist." And I said, well, "Do both, hundred percent." 
do both. She was the one that made my shirt that says your anxiety is lying to you. I said, do both. Fuck it. Because a lawyer, to me, a lawyer that's also an artist is going to look outside of the box. And you can also become an entertainment lawyer or a lawyer for artists. Absolutely. Which is so hard to find. Absolutely. So I told her to do both. And she was like, I actually know artists that are always artists that are always looking for licensing rights or like when a t-shirt, not to get too technical, but when you see artwork on a t-shirt, that has to be negotiated in a licensed deal. Mm -hmm. And there's very, very few attorneys or like lawyers who know how to negotiate royalties and anything that's fair. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's just a random thought because there goes my licensing head. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm, I want to say? So Alyssa, you're here. Alyssa's exceptional though. Um, not because you're here. No, but she's yeah. here. Not to be afraid to fail. And you know, not not to be afraid to fail. And to all you people too, uh, failure is your best friend. <laughs> Especially in your 20s. Failure is your best friend. Even in your 40s. Bruh, even in your 40s. Brush it off your fucking shoulder. Learn from it. While you're in the moment, be like, I don't feel like this anymore. What the fuck? What the fuck did I do to get here? Let me not do it again. Type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if it happens again, okay, what did I do to get out of it last time? Yeah. Because some people like wallowing in that shit, especially younger people. For like, years. Oh my God. Oh my God. Fuck that oh, shit. The pressure to Make do a change. something. The pressure Just change to do it. something. Yeah. So if something happens where you're failing on it, okay, let me find a different way or a different avenue to get there. And always advocate like, okay, I'm trying to do this. Whether or not it's somebody that's been there. And, and we all know people that try to give us advice that's never been there, Melissa. But... <laughs> We ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> but people that haven't been doing shit don't need to be given a button. But um always try to find somebody like not to emulate, but if you see somebody and they do anything, they're probably gonna have some good words for you. Bitch, yes. Mentorship. Yes. I I would have known the importance of mentorship. Because mm-hmm. people be like, oh, I don't want to bother people or no. oh, Oh, when people say, like you said to my daughter, do you want me to make a call? Because I can make this happen for you, right? Literally. People in the Latino community are so fucking proud yes. or prideful yes. that they're like, no, I'm going to make it on my, I'm going to make, I'm going to go do it on my own. Okay, motherfucker. But that's why I said that to her too. Yes, go you know, try it. Are you subscribing to the, <laughs> go I'm try do this on my own? Because guess what? Nobody does that anymore. That's, uh, I'm sorry, but Caucasian people have been doing this shit for years. It's all in who you know. Bitch, it's literally all about. Because my daughter has the grades, but yeah, that can still make the call. Okay. Because <laughs> she does not want to go to UConn. <laughs> Sorry, UConn. <gasps> Nothing against UConn. She doesn't. And I know she would get in there because people that I know are like, is your daughter coming here? I know she's great. My daughter's like, I'm not going there. But a straight face. Absolutely not. Good for her. And I brought her up because we went to, because uh, they know the UConn volleyball team. So they went out. Wait, she know. wants to play volleyball? No, no, no. But we uh, went up to see the volleyball oh, okay. team play. And I was like, oh my God, UConn is like a whole city now. Yeah. Like when I went, it was a city, but nah. it's become a mega city, right? Yeah. So I went there and I was like, oh my God, the campus. He's like, mom, I don't care. I don't want to go here. I was like, I'm not even saying for you. I'm just saying Like when I used to come party, it wasn't this You're big. Like, I'm impressed. I am like, <laughs> the road in green, you know, all this bullshit. They even have a, a hotel on campus. Oh, I'm sure. Which is crazy. But I'm anyways. Sure. But um, I digress. There's so much. I mean, we could go on and on, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just wish I knew. What I want to finish by saying is the irony is we went to Carol G and we, the goal was, which I will put a reel together. I will, or listen, like, um, <laughs> the goal was, in a second. we wanted to, 
ask people, what do you wish your mom would have told you? Cositas mommy never told me. And what we found is that when we asked the younger people, they literally were stumped and they were like, my mom's amazing. No, or or like, I never thought about it (laughs) or, um, whatever. And then the minute we asked women our age, they immediately were like, the the first one was like, that sex is pleasurable, that you should enjoy sex, or that um, it's okay to leave, or that you don't have to be unhappy. And that's the one, that lady with the silver wig, she was like, do everything and anything that you want. that you can do. Whatever you're feeling, just do something else. I was like, okay. And she had a a silver wig on, by the way. I don't even, there was like a... Listen, even a wig, you will see. <laughs> but listen, she didn't give a fuck. She looked amazing in her head dress. <laughs> well, she has silver pants on too, and like a tank top, and she was like plugging whatever. Oh no, she's an artist and a poet and a writer and an art. Uh, yeah, I could catch a few of those things. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> Be shady. Introduce Alyssa. Now the woman we've been waiting for. I'm not, I'm not gonna call her our intern. I, I don't like that word. No, me either. Because, because of the grades I think her. She's like too much for her to be to the above internship. What to do and how to do it. Right. Especially socials. We know nothing. <laughs> Wait, let's make room. Let's make room. We're let's up. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll edit it. She's coming, she's coming. Okay, so we're gonna do it again. I'll do a countdown. When she comes. All right. So you're doing the countdown, she's coming in, or you do the countdown? Oh shit, wait. Pull it both to my face. All right. Five, four. It's the way to do it with someone else. Three, two, one. Go, Diana. She's amazing. Don't be going up to her if you see her on the streets, okay? Because she's like. She's not. Even though Diana, she's publicizing her working in a basement. We're okay, can't She's a busy student and she's going to be a little. Listen, tell, tell the people by yourself. Oh, yeah. She didn't think, oh. she didn't know she was going to do this, by the way. <laughs> uh, my name is Alyssa. I'm a third year student at Quinn PRC. I'm studying criminal justice and legal studies, and I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. And she's also a listener. And she's a listener. Yes. Yeah, so ask, let's ask you, Alyssa, what, why are you, why did you start listening to the podcast? <laughs> um, well, I actually knew Diana, and she's really funny. So I the first episode, and then. I don't think she's funny. <laughs> Um, I just thought you guys were talking about real shit, and I like that. So listen, and she's a millennial. Well, she's young. I don't know. I don't even know. She would know what they. What's she's in age? college, <laughs> and she likes us. So you should like us too. <laughs> so this is the third member of Cositas, which is so exciting. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. What else are we gonna ask, Alyssa? I don't know. Do you want to share anything about twenties? I don't know. Well, because we're all our twenties, Jesus. So no. How old are you? 20. 20. Is there anything, because Melissa, uh, Melissa, Alyssa is a very mature spirit. Mm-hmm. So 
now that you're in college, third year, which is basically like freshman year, you're still getting comfortable. Sophomore year, now you're a junior, basically like you know where everything is. You're looking around like these motherfuckers are freshmen. Um, <laughs> um, what what do you feel like you wish you knew in high school? Maybe like freshman, sophomore mm. year that at the time was like detrimental to you. That now you're like, I can't believe I stressed over that. Mm. Um. I mean, you guys already talked about it, but the friendship thing. See, you know, it is. Yeah, like, I actually had a situation last night, and my mom was telling me, like, you just need to cut them bitches off at this point. Like, you don't need to be friends with them. I Shout love out. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you said it. It's a Because that's exactly what she would have said. Yeah. You need to cut them bitches out of yeah. here. Wait, so these are friends from high school that you've continued to be friends with? It's the one from early probably one of the only ones from high school that I still am friends with, like, it's been an ongoing thing. Got it, where you're yeah, just yeah, like, this yeah. is exhausting, I'm wasting yeah. way too much yeah. time. Yeah, if it becomes... Dreadful. But let me ask you, was the energy the same in high school you just had more patience for it? Probably. Mm, see? see? And she's grown. And now, as it, hasn't. now as you're maturing and probably going different ways in life, you're like, and instead what of am I getting out of this friendship? Like, Because sometimes yeah. we stay in friendships because of time. time. Versus quality, you know. You yeah. feel and she's been my my friend forever, yeah. or blah blah blah, yeah. or yeah. nostalgia versus like, is this friendship feeding me? Am I feeding right. it? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. glad you got another girl. Yeah, you don't yeah. need that energy in your life. Me either. And you're lost when you are. But that's the thing, right? So it's and this is probably not what it is, but I'm sure Alyssa is like. And she's probably not doing the growth part because some people will go like this and some people are lateral, right? And then yeah. they make the growth or whatever if they make the growth. Mm-hmm. So she over here like hating, like instead of cheering and listening, like, yeah, when you get there, get me up there, whatever. Right. Or how do you do how did you get there? But right. the hate. So that's probably for me that happens when I moved to New York, but with a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I thank God didn't really I didn't really carry a lot Damn. of female friendships into my adulthood. But my boyfriend at the time was like, you're changing. Like, da 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 And it, it would only come out when... <laughs> Good things were happening for you. Yeah. Or like, I'll never forget, I wanted to go to Macaroni Grill, right? Oh. Ready? Macaroni Grill. That was a shit. It still exists. It's like an olive garden. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to go to Macaroni Grill. And he said, oh, you want to be all fancy now? <laughs> Did you drop him at that if point? He's see Philippe now. <laughs> I know exactly. He can't even smell so the I, air. I didn't deep. deal with that with uh, with women. Like I've always had pretty good cheering um, girlfriends, but with and a, she's also a cheer. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But with the boyfriend, I was like, come on, this feels weird. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like you. not good. Because you a hater. But it takes you to get to like your twenties to be like, it don't feel. It doesn't feel good. And it anymore. doesn't feel good. You just need to drop it. Yeah. Because you make new friends. Yeah, or you know, friends. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> and on that note, find Alyssa on social media or not. Do you know people are following? <laughs> it's okay, girl. Yeah, it's, yeah. So we'll tag her. We'll tag Alyssa. We'll tag Alyssa. So Alyssa's social. joining us, and she's going to be spearheading tons of our social media. She's going to make us look young, feel young, but still forty feel? and mature. Yes, she's a magician. <laughs> I hope. And my legs hurt. we're going to be doing <laughs> so much more on social media. That's what we're.
<laughs> That's a plan. <laughs> that we'll be better. The goal. We'll be better. We'll be better. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Thank you, Alyssa. I'm glad she, she said yes. Because she could have said no. <laughs> and I, I would have been bummed. I would have been like, oh, she's perfect. Too. She's smart. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Then she's going to do the right here. <laughs> you love that part. I love it. Gracias for listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!